from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto. One, two, Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. I've been really into helping my kids study for spelling tests. Aw. I know, it's so cute. She is now eight. She's eight, grade two. But her spelling tests are pretty hard. Like, what do they got to do? Is it just random words that the teacher is like... Hey. Spell this, and then you got to write no, it down? No, no, no. They're all in a workbook, and I think oh. that they work like 10 words at a time, like per week where, I mean, they do more more words, but there's, I think there's 10 on the on the test. Maury, come in here for a sec. Spelling. Now, keep in mind, we uh-huh. know Maury's a terrible speller. It's but Friday. Okay, but these are, these are grade two words, Maury. But I think they're pretty difficult for grade I mean, two words. Grade twos, grade twoers? What's that? Grade tours are quite advanced nowadays. They are. Like, I was quite shocked. And they, they they have to spell it and then also use the word in a sentence and then sometimes actually have to give the definition of the word as well. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty. That's yeah, a lot it's, of work. It's pretty outrageous. Um, so you want a couple of these words? You're staying. You're doing grade two. Great. Well, Roxy's grade two, which may be different than other kids grade two, but this is Roxy's grade two. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Maury. Yeah, please. Question. Yeah. Can Maury please give the definition and use it in the sentence? <laughs> I guess okay. we have to do the yes. full thing. Okay. So, uh, and Maury, you should get 10 out of 10 on this. So spell first. Or hold on. How many do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So there's eight. You should get eight of eight. Okay. So spell first, then definition stuff. Uh, yeah. Okay. So Maury. Yeah. Let me get the the ding and buzzer. Uh, yes. Okay. That one works. Yes. Uh, and that one works. Can okay. you check the, the other one? <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, works right okay more you really should get all of these well, there, there's no there's no way to not get all of these okay Maury, uh your word is afraid afraid a f f r a i d come on man come on a f r a i d a f r a i d okay uh, Maury, yeah, give the definition of afraid. Okay. There's a ghost. I'm afraid because it's scary. Oh, that's a sentence. <laughs> oh, the that's definition. Fine. Yeah. Okay. The definition is um, it's like being scared. Um, it's the anticipation of being scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury, now use it in a sentence, please. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Maury, uh, Maury, your word is antique. Antique. A-N-T-I-Q-U-E. All right. Maury, give the definition of antique. That teacup is so antique. (laughs) Oh, that's the sentence. Antique. Something that's old, but um, uh, people still want it. <laughs> uh, I guess <laughs> something that is old, but people still want it. I don't like you. Yeah, and then in a sense, oh my god, I love that teacup. It's so antique. Okay, more. Your word is design. Design. D i s i n g. 
Dizzing? Dizzing. Dizzing. Maury, design is your D-S- word. D-S. D. I knew where the next letter was. Right. D-I. No. D-E. S. I. N G E. Dzinge. Ah, Dzinge. Man, I love that Dzinge. D E S I G N E. Such a huge fan of modern Dzinge. One more time, please. I'm going to tell you, Maury, this was 100% on Roxy's test this week. There's no way. I'm telling you, it's 100%. We went over this. What school is she going to? D E S I. Yeah. G I N E. I did that once. Does it? Yay! Okay, you okay, get more. One you get more one more. Chance. You get one more shot at design. D E S I G I. Can you spell it for him, please? D E S I G N. That's it? Yes. <laughs> oh. All right, Mark. Okay, you want to do one more word? Just one more word. You want to do one more? Okay, Maury. Okay, uh, rectangle. Rectangle is your word. Okay, rectangle. Also, rec- you didn't have to give the de- definition of design either, <laughs> by the way. Okay, rectangle is your word. Spell it out. Okay, R-E-C-T-A-N-G. L-E. Right. Now, Maury, give the definition of rectangle. Okay, so it's not a circle. True. It's a square that True. someone sat on. <laughs> True. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Google has released a list of what people in this country search for on Valentine's Day. So, like, things like top five uh, Valentine's Day gifts, mm. number one flowers, roses, cards, candy grams. The fifth most searched gift was a giant teddy bear, stuff like that. You can get those at Costco. The, you can? Uh, yeah, they're almost $200. Their favorite romantic celebrity couples. People like to look up those. Yeah. Uh, the most romantic provinces in Canada. Toronto. Montreal. No. The Toronto, most romantic Toronto. the most romantic provinces in Canada. Oh, sorry. Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ontario, actually, number two. Believe it or not. Who's number one? Oh, let me guess. BC. Nunavut. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't understand that. <laughs> BC is way down at number nine. You got to be kidding me. Uh, but why I need you, Maury? are the uh, top trending questions about love that we've had this year. Finally, somebody appreciates my knowledge. So, obviously, people go to Google to find answers to these questions. We will save you that step, and Dammit Moore is going to try and help you out here with your top five questions about love on this Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. <sighs> How do you love yourself? Okay, so I often, to love myself... Yes. Uh, I often tickle myself, tickle my skin. <laughs> what? It'll tickle my skin as opposed to tickling what? <laughs> what else would you tickle? What's the, al- what's the alternative to tickling your skin? Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I use my tippy fingers and I just tickle. My tippy fingers? <laughs> Who says that even? <laughs> and okay. I just sort of run them along my hand and that my, my skin knows I'm there. Okay. <laughs> Dude, that's so weird. Okay. Or I'll wink at myself in the mirror. Okay. You know, as I walk by. The, just like, the, <laughs> like like in passing like hey what's up girl so oh okay <laughs> okay uh question number two that people often ask google 
about love. How do you break up with someone? Oh, okay. So you start flirting with other people while out with that person so that they'll lose interest in you. Right? Oh, jeez, that's or, dark. What? So that's, like if you're at a bar with yeah. somebody that you want to break up with, just start flirting with somebody else. Okay, but that is not how you break up with somebody. I would say that's more along the lines of how do you get yourself dumped because you don't have the courage to actually or, break up with okay. someone. Or you simply sit them down yeah. and use your hands as a love meter and show them <laughs> how less you love them. I loved you this much. Now I love you this much. <laughs> Solid answer. Dude, are you serious? Solid answer. Okay. Uh, how do you know you love someone? Big okay. question. So either they call you back the next day or kiss you on the lips after your date. That's when you know that you love someone? Yes. Wow. That's the lip a, kiss. That's a, so hold on a second here. So lip kiss equals love? Cheek kiss, no love. Lip kiss, love. Lip kiss, love. Wow, that is uh, okay. Wow, I knew a guy named Lip Kiss. Okay. And uh, <laughs> these are, again, uh, the top trending questions about love that we have on Valentine's Day, according to Google. Yes, sir. Maury, how do you say I love you in French? Je tour de dem. <laughs> Sorry, what? Je tour de dem. Je tour de dem. Slow uh, down? Je tour de dem. Okay. Even slower? Je tour de dem. Which word is love? Tour. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> oui. Okay. Final question here. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you make someone fall in love with you? This is according to Google. Of course. How do you make someone fall in love with you? Be patient and often follow up with a second email or text. Or send flowers or chocolates when you find out where they live. <laughs> <laughs> and that line in French one more time, David Moore? Je tour de dem. <laughs> it's all about love. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Valentine's Day. A day to celebrate and express love for one another. And in the case of the Dammits, our very own Dammit Maury and his husband, Dammit Matthew, yeah. it's the romantic gesture of running a bubble bath, <laughs> setting up candles and sprinkling rose petals <laughs> all over the master ensuite in the hopes that they'd be able to take a romantic bath together. Sure. We should mention in the condo that Dammit Maury and his husband live in. Yeah. They have a master ensuite. Damn it, Maury is not allowed to step foot no, in sir. that master ensuite, whether Damn it, Matthew is home or not. No. Especially when Damn it, Matthew is not at home. Yep. He counts squares of toilet paper before he leaves for work, <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> Don't use my sink. No. Don't use my toilet. No. Don't use my bathtub. I, I think Matthew thought that he found a footprint in the bathroom one time and blamed <laughs> you for using it. Yeah. Who was in here? Yeah, I see. It. There's a footprint and one drop of pee. <laughs> I know you're in here. <laughs> I'm sure this went over well. <laughs> Damn it, Maury tried to surprise Damn it, Matthew. And this is what happened. Matthew. Hello. Hello. I'm in the bathroom. Hi. Oh my god. Happy Valentine's <laughs> okay. Day. What is this? It's your romantic spa. Oh, really? In my own home? Yes, look what I've done. Why am I seeing whole 
roses in the water. People do that. No, they put petals and stuff. Sweet. How am I going to do this? I'm gonna, I would cut myself if I went in there. <laughs> get your foot out of the water. Maury, get your foot. No. We have to do this together. No. Why not? We'll just immerse ourselves in with the roses. Have you seen the size of that bathtub? It is tiny. It's for one person, and that's me. No, but this one time only. <laughs> your feet are not going in that water with me. They're already in, so no. like, why not take just take, out. why not just deal with this? Like, can we just, we'll no. do it together. No, don't you dare. No. <laughs> I'm gonna put my foot in. No. My foot goes in the water. Don't make me pull out the bleach. <laughs> we're gonna do this together. No, we're not. No. What? Where's your like romanticisms? I don't believe in romanticisms in the bathtub. Like, that is my space. I will me. sponge you. I will bathe you. I'm not into that I'll go in head first then. I'll go in head first. <laughs> your head is better than the feet. I don't like your feet. I don't want feet in the water. Drain. Why can't the we water. be that couple that honestly, like, I will sponge your back. We live I will sponge your back. I will miss. I will shampoo your hair, and then you'll no. do the same to me. This is a small condo bathtub. It doesn't fit two people. My foot's going in. I will literally. Misery. My foot was already there. I will chop these feet off, honestly. <laughs> oh, so I did all this for us, for you? No, you did, you did it for me. Thank Can you. I, you're pulling me out of the bathroom. Okay, we're walking. Drain, drain the water, drain the water. I know, but how can I drain. walk when you're holding my one foot and my one arm? Okay, so what happened with Valentine's Day then? Nothing happened with Valentine's Day. I love you, Gray. <laughs> <laughs> you pushed me in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fine. Okay, enjoy your bath. Is that water on the floor? What are you talking about? Maybe. Can you get that? Oh. <laughs> if that doesn't scream love, I don't know what does. Happy Valentine's Day. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. It's Valentine's Day. Why is my shirt off? So you got a haircut and everything? <laughs> I didn't get a haircut. You didn't? No. Uh, Looks like you got a haircut. Can you think I'm one of those guys that gets a haircut during the week? Yeah. <laughs> no. Who it's has like, time for that? It, honestly, you look. It really does look like you got a fresh haircut yesterday. No, 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 no. no I blow dried it this morning. <laughs> So silky smooth. I don't trust any guy who can get a haircut during the week. If you get time in your life to get well, a like haircut. on a Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're not doing enough in your life. If you can get a haircut on Tuesday, you're not yeah. busy enough. You're not working hard enough. No, haircuts, haircuts, haircuts for Fridays no, or Saturdays. No, haircuts are for days off. Sure. Right? When you got a day off, the haircut is one of the things that you do. You don't get a haircut during the week. Anyway, as you were. It's Valentine's so, Day. <laughs> Dan Mori hit the streets yesterday. To talk to people about Valentine's oh. Day. Everyone's favorite day. The celebration of love. And hair. <laughs> and hair. <laughs> what is that, Pantene Profi? Roses are red. Violets are blue. You be the foot, and I'll be the shoe. Oh, Roz. <laughs> roses are red. Violets are blue. I'll be the gum that you're going to chew. Ew. What is one piece Ew. of love advice you wished you followed? Being honest with somebody, you know, with the person. Yeah, being honest with the person. Yeah. Are you not an honest person? Well, yeah, I am. <laughs> Finish this sentence. Love is... The way you see it. And say the first two words that come to your head in your sexiest voice. Coffee and a cigarette. I'm going to tell you a quick joke, okay? <laughs> yeah. What did the Valentine's Day card say to the stamp? I don't know. Uh, stick with me and you'll go places. 
Okay. Yeah. That's true. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, to you as well. What is one piece of love advice you wished you followed but never did? Count to ten before speaking when I'm angry. Oh, Oh, I have a temper. A huge temper. And more often than not, I run my mouth and it gets me even in deeper trouble. All right, complete the sentence. Love is... Uh, love is feeling like a better person when you're with the person you love. Okay, now say uh-huh. the first two words that come to mind in the sexiest voice you can. Cheeseburger and fries. Oh. Mm, girl. What is one piece of love advice that you wish you followed but never did? Not to beg. If something is not <laughs> meant to be, it's just not meant to be. Don't beg. Don't just beg. be yourself because when you beg, you become weak. <laughs> they take advantage of you when you do that. All right, let me tell you a Valentine's Day joke, okay? Go ahead. What did the painter say to her boyfriend? I have no idea. I love you with all my art. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love it. All right, last thing for you. Say the first two words that come to your mind in the sexiest voice you can. Wet umbrella. What is the biggest mistake you've ever done on a date? One time I was made to laugh while taking a sip of wine and it came out of my nose. And she was unable to shake that image. She said it was something like a, like a Dracula type of image. Oh. And what is one piece of love advice Daddy taught you? To pay attention to how the person you're with treats uh, the waiter or waitress, uh, as that's kind of a um, good determination of their character. If they're not nice to somebody they don't have to be nice to, then they're probably not long-term going to be nice to you. Dude, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. What is a piece of love advice Daddy taught you? <laughs> I don't know. I've got a lot of daddies, so I guess the normal one would keep your head up. Okay, quick Valentine's Day joke for you. What do you call a very small valentine? A valentiny. Ah, that's funny. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Roz, one of my favorite things to do is visit Reddit and head straight for the shower thoughts section. (laughs) Uh, These are the everyday random things that go through a person's mind that totally make sense to them. And sometimes only them. Right. But they are funny, and these are the ones that made me laugh this week on Reddit. Yawning is just a battery low message for humans. (laughs) Every Olympic event should include one average person competing just for reference. The Winter Olympics is just various forms of sliding. (laughs) Nations can't come together to fight hunger and oppression or create lasting peace. But for bobsledding, no problem. (laughs) What was the first thought process of the guy that broke into a bee's house and was like, I'm going to eat your walls. (laughs) Water uses cloud storage. Someone who makes an allegation is an alligator. (laughs) Demonstrating a 4D object is done by showing a 3D perception of it on a 2D screen. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Pete and why is everyone doing stuff for his sake? (laughs) In 70 to 80 years, Antique Roadshow will be praising NES and Sega Genesis consoles. That's totally true. What if dogs bring us their toys thinking that they are our toys and that we're the ones that want to play? If revenge is a dish best served cold, and revenge is sweet, is revenge ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Do struggling actors get upset when commercials say they're using, quote, real people, not actors? (laughs) Can characters without healing powers, such as Wolverine and Deadpool, have tattoos? Oh, snap. That's probably the most realist I've ever read. And finally, shower thoughts on Reddit. Booby trap backwards is party boob. (laughs) It's so true. Just look it up. This is the Rosin Mocha Show podcast.
Club Classics with Air Transat is where it is at, man. Yeah, so not only do you get that uh, the seat selection, the two pieces of baggage, the rapid check-in counter, you get that wider leather seat. Mm, delicious. For more legroom. I do some of my best drinking on flights. <laughs> because... <laughs> Because I don't drive myself to the airport. I'm not flying the plane, and I'm not driving the car that takes me from the airport when I land to whatever hotel I'm going on. And when you're in club class with Air Transat, they have a superior wine selection. And by superior, I mean superior, and it is only matched with, like, the greatest food. Yeah, uh, great food, gourmet style, from renowned Quebec chef uh, Daniel Vazina. Sounds delicious. Learn more about club class at airtransat.com. All right. Uh, let's take a phone call. KS92.5, Raza Mocha. Hey, how's it going? Good. Good, how are you? Good. Who's this? Uh, you're speaking to Courtney. Hi, Courtney. And MacLeet. And I'm with my coworker. MacLeet? Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. I know. So you guys carpool together? Yes, every single day. We're not even from Toronto, and she forces me to listen to Razamoka. all Oh, she forces you. Oh, poor thing. No, like, you guys are cool. You guys are cool and all, but I never heard of you until her. Like, she's your number one fan. Oh, okay. So who? Courtney. You've never heard of us before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Who did you used to listen to before... MacLeet got you on the Razamoka wave. No, other way around. Other, other way, way around. around. Oh, MacLeet, who did you used to listen to before Courtney got you on the Razamoka wave? I mean, just my iPhone. Oh, okay. What do you mean, so, just your iPhone? What does that even mean, just my iPhone? Like, just music. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So how long has it been that you guys have been, like, together listening to the Razamoka show? She's, like, crying right now. We can't even <laughs> answer your question. Why? Um, I'm so, like, in shock. I'm so happy that I can finally say hi to you guys. <laughs> Well, now that you so have cool. us, what do you want to do with us? Um, you know what? I would absolutely love a Johnny Depp school of acting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. okay. We'll, we'll okay. And, yes. Go and ahead. if you can, either Harry Potter is mine and MacLeod's favorite, or <laughs> or <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean for Johnny Depp. Okay. Have we done <laughs> Harry Potter, Johnny Depp school of acting? No, we have not. Okay. Have we even done like a Johnny Depp what? movie? Yeah, we've done, we've done a Johnny Depp. Yeah, right? yeah. We used to only do Johnny Depp movies, and then we were like, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is yeah. stupid. Let's start doing <laughs> We need to expand. Phantom of the Opera. It got very difficult. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can do the Johnny Depp School of Acting. We can do that for you. Uh, so yeah, either yeah. either Pirates, one of the pirate movies, or yeah. uh, something from Harry Potter. Which is your favorite Harry Potter book? Or movie, rather? Um, oh, that's tough. I mean, anyone, really. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It's all like one long movie, so. Yes, okay, uh, before we let you guys go, MacLeet, we're going to start with you. Between okay. Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? I mean, I really enjoy you both, but I'm going to go with Mocha just because his laugh is incredible. Uh, all right, okay, Courtney. See ya. Hey, uh, stop. Hold sorry, on, man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Courtney, how about you? I'm going to have to say Roz. Oh, oh split decision. Go. Is there a third person in the car? There is not, and I know that we need a tiebreaker, but it's just us two, and we're driving, and there's no one around us or anything. Oh. Okay. Well, split decision then. Yeah. Courtney and MacLeet, thank you very much for listening to the Ronza Mocha Show. You guys are awesome. All right. By request, Johnny Depp School of Acting. Very simple. Uh, the story goes Johnny Depp, of course, far too busy, famous, and important to actually sit down and memorize a script. He's at that point in his life. Uh, so he pays, so they say, somebody to sit on set and read his lines to him and feed them to him in an earpiece while he's shooting a scene, and then he just regurgitates them. Amazing. We've tried this many times, and it's actually quite difficult. So uh, the request was for uh, Harry Potter today, and uh, this will be a scene between Mocha and Dammit Mori. Dammit Mori, you will be playing Voldemort. Cool. <laughs> Mocha, you will be playing Ari. What? 
You're a wizard, Harry. And uh, I have Maury's script, and yeah. I will be feeding Maury his lines to okay. him uh, in his Which uh, movie is in, this from? In his ear. In the series? Oh, Sorcerer's Stone. Sorcerer's Stone. Perfect. Okay, gentlemen, are you ready? You're a wizard, Harry. Okay, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, Maury and Mocha... And action. Voldemort? Yes, you see. You see what I've become. You live to American parasite. Unicorn blood can sustain me. It cannot give me a body in its own. But there is something that can. There's something that can be delivered in life. So in a Duma that can sit and live, live, live. Okay. Uh, question. Stop, by the way. Cut. <laughs> was, was that Was that like... A spell? Because there's a lot of gibberish in there. Right. No, it was not a spell. Okay. It was not a spell. Okay. Should we okay. try to get, pick it up from the beginning? Yes. Let's, uh, let's, well, we'll pick it up again. Okay. okay. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Mori Mocha, uh, take two and action. Voldemort? See why become, see what my strive, live off another person, parasite, unicorn blood could stand on its own, but it cannot give me a body of my own, but there's something that cannot do, it can, the pockets, you fool, it's, it's deliver in the, deliver in the live, never! Bravery, Paris, Paris, you, Paris, I want to see your parents and your mother again and bring them back. Ollie, Ollie, Axum. Hey, hold on. Hold on. They're now playing hide and seek. Okay. Okay. There was no part of Harry Potter where Voldemort and Harry, Harry, uh, played hide and seek. <laughs> or you, you said Paris like three times. Okay. I don't think that they went to Paris together no. either. Just the, saying what the, I hear. The word was parasite. Parasite. <laughs> yeah. No, Can we pick it up from not, that part? Not Paris. Okay. Yeah, we'll pick it up at that part. Okay. Okay. Uh, Johnny Depp School of Acting, Harry Potter by request, Maury Mocha. Uh, take three and action. Never! Bravery, your parents, and they had it. They're too good to see your mother and your father together again. Together, we can bring them all. Like, ask the bring them. That's it, Harry. There's no good, and either there's only pockets. There's together will be an extraordinary thing. Just give me the scar. You liar! Kill him. And that is the Johnny Depp School of Acting. I think we have it, guys. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Think of, uh, you were playing Mariah Carey earlier. Mm-hmm. Which we, I know Maury's husband Matthew loved a lot. Oh, but I'm trying to think of other, I'm trying to think of other just like super romantic songs. Like to you, because I, my, to me, romantic songs are, Maybe not like the most traditional romantic songs. Like Pour Some Sugar on Me? No, not Pour Some Sugar on Me. Uh. That Well, I mean, that is something. That's after the romance, I think. Genuine Pony? Have you ever taken your shirt off to pour some sugar on me at any point in your life, Maury? Honey. Maury. No, honey. Honey? Like I poured honey on me. Does that count as sugar? No, I said, have you ever taken your shirt off to pour some sugar on me at any point in your life? And I said, no, but I poured honey on me. Okay. Hold on a second. Pause. We're talking about two completely different things. Yeah, but who's going to pour dry sugar on you? Okay, I'm very interested in your history of pouring things on your body. But (laughs) I'm talking about the song, Pour Some Sugar On Me. Oh, I thought you literally meant, have I taken my shirt off to pour sugar on me? No. (laughs) Why would anyone do that, though? 
I, I, that's what I'm saying. I've poured honey on myself, but not okay. sugar. Okay. okay. What was the circumstance that you poured honey on yourself? To be romantic. With who? Others. Others. <laughs> Hold on. More than one person? No, I'm just saying not the okay. current. Oh, pause for one second. How many times have you poured honey blushing. on yourself? Poured Who's blushing? Me. Oh. <laughs> How many times have you, uh, by the way, just Once, turn, turn my... it gets very sticky. Turn my computer for just one quick second. One hot, one hot second, I mean, Mocha, please, if you, uh, if you would. Okay, Maury. <laughs> I love this song. I'm going to take my shirt off now. No, don't worry about any of that stuff. What are the circumstances where you're pouring honey on yourself? Oh, when hot wax was too hot. (laughs) (laughs) So you're like, hold on, let me go to the pantry and grab the honey? Okay, hot (laughs) wax, cold honey, the Dan Mori story. That's your biography (laughs) title right there. We have to say this right now, TM, trademark. Trademark. (laughs) Okay, Mori, so what is the circumstance where you start pouring honey on yourself? Oh, okay, so when the wax was too hot and you're like, okay, well, let me pour it. Like, we're just trying to be romantic and, you know, like getting hot and bothered. So you tried the wax and it was too hot? And so when you went to get the honey, were you still covered in wax? Yeah, because it dries really quickly and then you have to peel that off and it takes hairs with it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So you were pouring this on yourself. Somebody wasn't pouring this on you? That's correct. Right. But in hindsight, it should have been the other way around. But I can't go back in time. Right. Was there really another person there? (laughs) Yeah, I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Was it just you standing in front of a full body mirror? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, we're not talking like one of those, you know what I mean? No, no. Okay, there was another person there? Yeah, Yeah. because it was on the couch. Oh. Obviously, that's not Matthew because he would never allow that. (laughs) The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So inclusiveness and inclusion and uh, Uh-oh. everything is just run amok. Everything goes to hell. What are we not allowed to do or say now? Well, now you have all these people who are all on, you know, one side and they're starting to, to just eat each other. Right. So you have the people who want uh, everybody to be included. Sure. And then you have the people who uh, want everybody to be heard. Okay. They're all fighting for the same thing. But sometimes those worlds clash. So there's a high school down in the States. They have a Valentine's Day dance coming up. Oh, nice. And the school talked to the students between the ages of 11 and 12. Yeah. And told them that they are not allowed to say no when somebody asks them to dance. Hold on, what? They're not allowed to say no if somebody asks them to dance. But what if you don't want to dance with that person? You have to say yes. But isn't that the social fight that's happening right now? About being able to say no. But you have now the people who want everybody to be included are on the same side as everybody has the right to say no. They're on the same side, right? And now they're starting to cannibalize each other. Because now in the world, it's a fight of yes versus no. It's a fight of you can't say yes. You can't say no if it excludes someone. So you are free to say no as long as you don't exclude anybody from anything. So God, this is so weird. Right. Okay. So they're doing a dance and they Mm. told the kids 11 and 12 years old that if somebody asks you to dance, you have to say yes. Uh, The community relations uh, specialist for the school board confirmed that, yes, this this is in fact a rule, but added that it's meant to, quote, teach students how to be inclusive. They said, we want to promote kindness 
And so we want you to say yes when someone asks you to dance. But if you like legit don't want to dance with that person, you can't exclude them. Okay, so it's it's a hierarchy of feelings, right? So I have to dance with this you person? You have to dance because your feelings, okay, how you feel about dancing somebody that you don't want to dance with are not as important of, as the feelings of somebody who is rejected when they ask somebody to dance. And by the way, this is not the same high school in Ajax where they ask uh, kids to wear do-rags to school to honor Black History Month. Different high school. Hold on! What? <laughs> Sorry, wait, 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 wait. What'd you say? I said this is not the same high school in Durham that told students to wear do-rags to honor Black History Month. <laughs> Different high school, by the way. That That's was, a real thing? That was a real thing, yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't. It, yeah, it went bad and they apologized and everything else. Different thing. <laughs> I just didn't want you to confuse. Dude, I just didn't want I you to confuse. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm dreaming right now. Right. I like, didn't, this is not yes, real life. Right. I didn't want you to confuse terrible uh, decision-making by uh, high school student councils. Uh, so this one is, uh, I believe, in Utah. But yes, so your feelings, okay? So when somebody asks you to dance and you don't want to, that doesn't mean as much in this new world as somebody who asks somebody to dance and is then turned down. Their feelings matter more. There's a scale. And everything is and everything is weighed. Bro, I'm still thinking about this do-rag thing. Okay. Oh, that's that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we're over here. Let me read this. A Durham Catholic High School has apologized after staff and students were encouraged to wear do-rags as part of dress down day to promote Black History Month. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. The, okay, there's so much going on. What if the rule was that if they ask you to wear a do-rag, yes. that you're not allowed to say no. That you're not allowed to say no if somebody asks you to wear Jeez, oh, I don't even know. So we throw that in the equation here. Okay, so let's figure out where they are on the pyramid. Like, where are they in that equation? Where are they in that equation? Yeah, that's where things start to get tough. Like, I don't know. I don't know about this world, man. Right? Like, just, I know. It's just too just much madness. You, there's too much madness going on. There's too much madness. Everybody is trying to make everything right. And by doing it, you are making everything so very wrong. Hi, Raquel. It's a Razamoga show. What do you want to say? It's like I have an 11, I have a 12 year old daughter. Uh -huh. And I would totally be so upset with the school if they said that she's not allowed to say no. Um, if somebody asked her to dance and, you know, it's like forcing kids to do what they don't want to do. Right. right. Yes. But your daughter's feelings are not as important as the feelings of somebody who feels excluded. Yeah. Well, that's BS. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's just ridiculous. And I, I honestly hope that never happens in any schools here in Toronto because that yeah. really pisses me off. If your daughter don't want to dance with some loser at school and says no, she don't have to dance with that loser at school. Exactly. Yeah. Who cares? Like, yeah. you know, like, or, or, or on the other side, if your daughter is the loser at school and some guy doesn't want to dance with her, he should be able to say no. Yeah, exactly. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> that way, you know what, though? That way, these, like, that's how kids learn. Like, that's how that, you know, like, we can't be saying yes to everything kids right. want because then when the real world, like, they live in the real world. They're going to get their feelings hurt and they're going to be like, oh, why, why, you know, like. Right. You know, and then, yes. And what winds up happening too is, you know, and then you have the, the kid who, you know, is so terrified that, 
he's going to get rejected at a dance or she's going to get rejected at a dance. That's when the parents turn around and say, okay, listen, you don't have to go to your school dance. Mom and dad will do a dance here for you in the living room. Oh, yeah, I know. That's not happening. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll just, we'll just do, a, we'll do a dance here. It'll be the same thing. <laughs> you know, it'll, it'll be so no, great. At that point, I would rather go to the dance and have everybody tell me no. Right, yes. But this is what I'm saying. We're, we're like, you, you are, you're, you're bubble wrapping and just protecting kids from being excluded. And there is like it, there's exclusion, and then there's exclusion. Yeah. Okay, like there's yeah. there's there's malicious exclusion where you uh, you know you become the you can't sit with us type of crowd, right? That's that's malicious. Yeah. But you know when it comes to you know asking somebody to dance and then being rejected, that's part of life, man. And you know even exactly. with even with all of this stuff, like I am all for me too and everything else, and and you got to take down the absolute dirt bags, right? You have to do that. But the one yes. thing, the one thing in there when it comes to approaching, you know, when it comes to approaching somebody, whether it's a man approaching a woman, but specifically uh, whether it's a woman approaching a man, but specifically a man approaching a woman, what is sort of left out in this conversation is at most times in life, just the sheer amount of courage that it takes to approach somebody of the mm. opposite sex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and to, to have that part of it not recognized and have it be seen as malicious as opposed to terrifying for the person who's involved that also gets lost in all of this and mm -hmm. so and that's part of this dance though man when you're young and you're like oh god I go ask her go ask her and your dudes are like dude go ask her to dance go ask her to dance and then you get up that courage and you go and ask somebody to dance and they say no that is crushing but it's also life yeah it's a exactly a thousand percent. Life. that's a life lesson right there so, one of, one of the most lesson. important when you're a kid yes right? and then you go home and dance with your mom in the living room <laughs> 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 I don't want a mom, but I don't okay. want <laughs> fine. Come here and dance with your mother. <laughs> you awesome. Thank you, Raquel. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye, Love man. you too. Bye-bye. Hi, Cassandra Q5. What's up? I'm calling regarding this uh, dance thing as well as the do-rank because I happen to have children who are involved in both in Ajax. Oh, you do? What? You got kids that went to that do-rag school? I have a kid that went to the do-rag school. I also have a grade six daughter who was told she could not say no at a dance. So let's talk about the kid who went to the do-rag school. It's a high school, right? It is, yeah. Okay, so so you found, when did you find out that they said that, uh, so you're, are you, you're white, right? I am white. My child is mixed. Your child, your child is mixed. So how did, how did you feel about this and how did your child feel about this? So... My child had just started at the school when this happened. I heard about it, um, thought, number one, pretty crazy that it passed the sniff test, went through a teacher and all the administration and was allowed to happen. I asked what it was about. So why was this do-right supposed to be worn? What was the significance? The reply, of course, was that it keeps black people's hair together. <laughs> oh, um, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, no, that's not right. Okay. If you look at history, it's about slavery and, you know, working on the fields and, um, you know, keeping sweat and hair out of their face. But also, if you look at the well-off people, it had to do with not being allowed to wear certain materials and silk. But that was okay. They had the rule. What um, about what about the sort of what about the, the, the sort of modern uh, they do rag? Which is more associated with gangs and stuff like that. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> So there's, there's really no sort of, you can't find a great example of the do-rag. No. Okay. And clearly they didn't do the research. Clearly. And then it all went south because, of course, they decided to then exclude, right? So 
a white teacher wore the do-rag. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> so hold oh, on a second no! here. Pause. They went through with this? This didn't get shut down before everybody showed up to school with a do-rag on? Oh, no, it happened, and this is why it made the news, because a white <laughs> teacher wore a do-rag to school, yeah. and a black female student approached the teacher and asked him to remove it. He said no, and um, I guess they had some conversations, and then she told him it was racist and went to the news. So then the media showed up at the school and caused this big scene about the fact that this white teacher wore a do-rag. So hold on. Let's go back. So on this do-rag thing. Okay. So I completely agree with you that asking staff and students to wear a do-rag to school to honor Black History Month is so outrageously wrong. Okay, so there's that. However, if a white teacher just one day decided to show up to school wearing a do-rag, I'm on the side of the fence of where I don't see a problem with that. No. Just for the sake of wearing a do-rag. Just for the sake of wearing a do-rag. And if you were to uh, approach this teacher and say to him, hey, Mr. Do-rag, why are you wearing a do-rag? Yeah. And he's like... I like do-rags. I like a do-rag. And it's fashionable, and it goes well with my outfit. It matches my tie. Yes. Right. How would I feel? See, because then you start getting into the sort of cultural appropriation argument, which I yeah. have so many problems with that. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, when it comes to... See, would it be different if Mr. Do-rag showed up to school wearing a bandana wrapped around his head? Would anyone question if he just wore a regular bandana no, let- and was like... I like bandanas, and it goes well with my time. No, this is specifically a do-rag that you buy at a gas station with the picture of the guy who is clearly black on the cover of it wearing a do-rag. We all know the do-rag. Like, you'd have to have a really, really good argument what to if convince you just, me. What if you just like the do-rag, right? Because the idea that you—it's there, there, interesting because— when you start talking about the cultural stuff and the, the appropriation stuff, right? It's you, you know, white people having dreads and, and then this kind of thing. That's all like this middle where it's it's a very easy sort of thing to argue where people get very, very personal about it. But once you start sort of going out towards the ends of things, what nobody argues about, I have never heard somebody, anyone who looked at a kid who's not Asian in a karate class and went, you, out. This is my thing. Right. Because re- what's the difference? So what happened? What's the, the difference between a white guy with dreads and a white guy in a gi? White guy in a gi. I don't know. How do you separate those two things on the scale of cultural appropriation? Oh, man. Then you're getting real deep with. Then you're getting real deep. With the issue and the subject, right? Right. Uh, so what happened at your uh, at the do-rag school then? Well, I mean, the media showed up. It made the news, and that's why they've apologized. That was the end. Yeah, as they should. Let's just <laughs> let's just go there, okay? As they as they should. Not defending the do rag uh, for uh, uh, Black History Month. Yeah. Very offensive. Damn. All right. What's your name? Amanda. Amanda. Wow. We appreciate the phone call today. <laughs> no problem. This is the Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Oh yeah, feel good today, boy. Nice. Mm. Where, where were you, Maury? You microwaving hot dogs. Microwaving hot dogs. What? Yeah, Why does it micro- smell glorious? Yeah, it actually does. I love oh, the smell of hot dogs. Shoot. Why it, were you microwaving hot dogs? Because I want to test this whole theory that it oh, tastes better oh, with pause, peanut butter. Oh, pause, 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 pause. You're terrible at explaining things. Let me explain this. Uh, so the new popular, is this the thing you sent me? Yeah. Okay. The popular new hot dog topping mocha mm. is, yes, as Maury just said, peanut butter. What? I'm still on the fence. Like, I don't even think you should put ketchup on a hot dog. I can't imagine peanut butter. Pause for one second more. Don't don't dress that up yet because I think those hot dogs are too hot. The peanut butter is just going to melt everywhere. 
Oh, you get a peanut awesome. butter juice. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, but apparently people are now putting peanut butter on hot dogs. Why? Uh, the people at Food & Wine magazine tried it out, and they said it's surprisingly good. I don't know. I've never seen somebody put peanut butter on hot dogs. Now, Maury, do you have a bun? No, no bun. No bun? I, well, I don't want the bread. I want to just taste the wiener on its own with the peanut butter. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. So no bun, huh? Yeah, no bun, hon. Wow. Okay. So, what do you? How many hot dogs did you microwave? By the way, seven. Okay. Seven. <laughs> just, just for enough. To, just enough to try it. Yeah, for science. Okay, okay. you ready? Yeah. So, what are you doing? What kind of oh, peanut butter is that? Oh. Okay. Okay, more. You're spreading it with your finger. That is disgusting, dude. Well, I tried with a knife, but it doesn't seem to be clumpy. Because I told you, because you got to put it on the bread, and then you put the hot dog in the bun. Oh okay, no. Here we go. Bite it. Yeah, oh, okay. Maury! Okay, you just took shoved a big half the hot dog in his mouth. How was oh. that? Because hot dogs themselves are very salty. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it makes it nuttier. I don't think you chewed that nearly enough <laughs> for, for when you swallowed it. Like there's there's a big piece of hot dog that went down there unchewed. Yeah. Yeah. It just taste. I mean, it tastes really good. Yeah. What does yeah. it taste like? Is it? I mean, at the end of the day, it just like it just tastes like a nutty wiener. But it's just salt, right? It's just salt on salt on salt. Maybe that's the taste I'm tasting, but it, it's it's very like ketchup is very candy like. Whereas well, this sweet. is very yeah. this is very it tastes more like you know what it tastes like pad thai. Oh, really? Yeah, pad thai. This tastes like like peanut butter and like noodles. I don't know. Mocha, get in on this. But I don't want Come it. Come on, man. Come on. I'm not going to eat all these alone. Yeah, he made <laughs> he made seven. It's <laughs> enough to go around. Oh right. man! No. So you actually agree with this then? It tastes like pad thai. Hot dogs and peanut butter. Okay, you so let me know, Mocha, if this tastes like Take pad a hunk thai. Of peanut butter. Oh. With, use your hands. Are you, are you seriously? I'm not going to use my hands. These hot dogs are freaking hot, dude. <laughs> How long did you heat this up for? Ten minutes? Three and a half. Okay, Jeez. so Mocha's now putting a just. I would what I would do, Mocha, is just clob yeah. it right on the end there and just just bite the tip. <laughs> That's what she said. Stop it. Go ahead. Okay, this is awesome. You're okay. gonna love it. So let me know how this is. First of all, it looks really <laughs> you know, like you can like distinctively separate the smell of <laughs> peanut butter and hot dog. Really? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like Thanksgiving, where at first you smell turkey, then you realize it's fart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, How is that? You know what? Don't say it's not bad. Really? It's actually Out of not all the bad. things that you've eaten, you're actually chewing that with a smile on your face. It's actually pretty good. It's not bad? Ross, do you want to try it? I think you should try it. No, I'm not a fan of peanut butter. I'm not a Are fan of peanut butter. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm only okay with peanut butter. And Dude, this is actually... Yo, give me the rest of that hot dog. No! Really? Yeah. You're going back for seconds? Dude, there, is, there has been nothing that we've had on this show... Out of any of the food things that we've tried, yeah. where you, Mocha, have gone back for seconds. No, actually, really good. Really? Yeah. I'm on my third wiener. But you're not putting any peanut butter on that, Yes, I am. You're I'm just... putting, I keep doing this. Oh, wow. Yeah, you. Okay so, okay, so maybe, maybe we're wrong. I mean, I know when you first hear about uh, peanut butter on hot dogs, it sounds disgusting. But yeah, as we said, the people at Food & Wine Magazine tried it out, and they said, surprisingly, it's good. Also, yeah, the people on the Raza Mocha Show have tried it out, and it's surprisingly no, good. good. Yo, this could one. be the next like sort of hors d'oeuvre that they you pass don't, around. Don't overdo it more. Okay? <laughs> just, just don't overdo it. Shut we, up and give we me another were, one. We were done. <laughs> It's fine. I'm trying to sell it. No, just don't. Just, we were done. Mm, delicious. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast.
So last week there was the story of that woman who tried to get her emotional support peacock onto a plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How'd that turn out for? And then everybody had to start changing their rules or what could be an emotional support animal on a plane mm. because animals are biting people and attacking people and pooping and they smell they smell and so they had to say listen uh, nothing over a certain size or weight nothing with hooves um so for example i cannot bring my emotional support horse right no rodents or insects my emotional support cricket i have to leave him at home <laughs> right sorry buddy so there was a, a student who's claiming that spirit airlines told her to fr- flush her emotional support hamster down the toilet what okay no. so so a college student is considering filing a lawsuit against spirit airlines claiming the airline refused to let her emotional support hamster <laughs> i'm sorry i shouldn't laugh uh-huh. on a flight and encouraged her to flush it down the toilet now that's mean okay according to the miami herald the 21 year old student called the airline she says twice to ensure that she could bring along her hamster called pebbles on her trip (laughs) but when she arrived at the baltimore airport last november she was told that she could not bring pebbles on to the airport the student says that uh, pebbles was scared i was scared and then she goes on to say this it was horrifying trying to put her in the toilet so when i read this headline where they said that the airline told this woman to flush her hamster down the toilet. I figured she just gave everybody the finger and just walked right out of the airport. She was actually going to flush the hamster down the toilet? No, she actually did flush no! the hamster down the toilet. No! Pebbles! No! Yeah. Why would you do that? That's terrifying. So she says this, I was emotional. I was crying. I sat there for a good 10 minutes crying in the stall. Well, yeah. She you did flush your best friend. She did ultimately, however, flush her hamster down the toilet oh and kill it. Oh my god, that is terrible, dude. A spokesperson for Spirit <gasps> Airlines said that yes, it mistakenly told a student that Pebbles, her emotional support hamster, was allowed, but denies that an employee recommended the option of flushing the pet. To be clear, they say at no point did any of our agents suggest to this guest. That they should flush or otherwise injure the animal. That's the official statement from Spirit Airlines. Pebbles. So you show up with your emotional support hamster. Now, do you th- was the hamster in a cage or was the hamster just like in her pocket? It was in a. It was in like a carrying case. So you show up with your emotional support. <laughs> R.I.P. Pebbles. Okay. So you show up with Pebbles. And it doesn't say what sort of condition this woman has at 21 years old with everything going for her in life. That she requires an emotional support hamster. Now, are emotional support animals, like, given to you? Are they prescribed to you, or are you free to choose your own? I like, think does, you're allowed to choose does, your own. Does a doctor say you could really benefit from an emotional support animal? Why don't you go find yourself one? Or does a doctor diagnose you and say you could really use a hamster in your life? I'm not sure how that works, but regardless, she got hooked up with an emotional support hamster named Pebbles. They can't, they can't prescribe it to you. It's whatever animal makes you feel calm. Yeah, but that's like saying whatever medicine makes you feel calm. Doctors prescribe those. No, you're not, you're it, not free to choose. No big difference. Medicine is a mind-altering thing. An animal is just something that makes you happy. Not necessarily. Not all medicines are mind-altering. A lot of them are. No, no. But this is like. To me, that's a big step to allow somebody to choose their own emotional support animal. That's why you get people. Why with are you guys not a, more upset at the fact that she flushed pebbles down the <laughs> toilet than? 
Because I don't want to talk about that part because it'll make That's me cry. so sad, man. Okay. <laughs> Yo, R.I.P. Pebbles. <laughs> This is why you need something that's not that's too big to flush. <laughs> like a pig. Like a pig. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Fifty million dollars. Five zero is the Lotto Max jackpot for tonight, Roz. Oh, snap. I got our tickets already, by Thank the way. Thank you. For our office pool that consists of just you and I. Mm-hmm. And I love now when I buy our tickets, I can easily check just through the app instead of actually going to the store. Can you? <laughs> Man, I think I, I always have a lotto ticket on me that I haven't checked yet. Oh my God. Serious? I seriously do. I always have can a lotto ticket. Right I always have a lotto ticket on me that I haven't checked. Now, is this the one that you just bought on your own or is this Hold part on. of our uh, weekly, regular Oh, I may have taken office it board? out. Damn it. Hold on. <laughs> That's what she said. Please <laughs> tell me. Yeah, I do. I have a lotto oh, ticket. Here, let's yeah. scan it. Let's scan it. <laughs> yeah. So watch, look. This is from camera, and then here, place the barcode inside the viewfinder. Uh, oh yeah, scan. and you just scan it. It's from December, dude. Yeah, you could be sitting on millions. You bro. have like just a couple more months to claim that, right? Okay, I thought you have like a year. I thought it was six months. I don't know. I think it's a year. I don't know. Here, you see? You scan my. Well, hold on now. Come over here. Why? Because I'm going to hold on to the ticket while you scan it. What? You don't trust me? Wow. I'll stand by the door. Did you sign it? Of course I signed it. Ah, you're right. I signed it. You signed it. I signed it in the store as soon as I buy it. I'm one of those guys. Me too. Yeah. As soon Dude, as I buy it, I, I use that guy's pen. I would never scam you out of, okay. out of money. Hang on here. Hold on. I might have another one too. I have scammed you out of money. <laughs> yeah. All the time. Yeah, all the time. Okay, hold on here. Let's see. Hold on. God, if I win right now. Dude. Oh. Dude. And yours, yours is, uh, this one here is yeah. for $60 million. Oh, do you need that ten dollar bill on the counter? <laughs> yes, Maury. And, and come on, man! Ah, uh, twenty dollars and a free play. Really? Yeah. Look at that, Maury. Look at that. Twenty, bucks. Can I have 20 that bucks? bucks and a free play. That's how it works. Here. Look at that from December twenty seventeen. Twenty you, bucks and a free play. One? No, I don't. I just have lots of just now. If you cash. won the fifty or sixty million, would you move? What do you mean? Would I move? You know what I would do if I won the lottery. I've said this a million times. If I won $60 million, uh, first thing I would do is I would get rid of all my social media. I would change my phone number. Uh I would contact my lawyer. And then the people who are closest to me in my life would receive an envelope. And in that envelope would be a check for, say, half a million dollars. Because if I won $60 million, Mm -hmm. there would be a check for half a million dollars and a phone number. And that phone number would be how to get a hold of me and the half million dollars would be to never give that phone number to anyone who didn't get a letter. I can't wait for my letter. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. He did it again, Roz. Oh no, what? Our very own Dan Mori, mm-hmm. producer on the Roz and Mocha Show. Also, throughout the day, you'll hear his voice on Kiss 92.5 reading various commercials. Yeah, because he loves it. Loves reading commercials. Man, when I'm in the car with more and one of the commercials he read comes on, he literally shushes me and turns it up. <laughs> For real. Like, I could be in the middle of saying something just real important. And, be sh- 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 and then he just, and then he turns it up and listens to himself. But the absolute <laughs> best part <laughs> of Damn It Maury reading these commercials <laughs> that you hear all the time are the outtakes. Oh, right. Yeah. Because as we all know. He can't, he's not the best speaker. Right. Mumbles his words a lot. Oh, jeez. And we have an archive 
of outtakes from commercials. Yeah. And the reason why I bring this up is because there's a new one. Oh, okay, cool. He was voicing something for Casaloma yesterday. Yeah. And we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But first, we're going to revisit revisit some of the classics. Okay. okay. For example, our friends over at Dixie Mitsubishi. <laughs> right. No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to... All right, let's try it again. No, this is not a curling commercial, but you really do need to hurry into Dixie Mitsubishi to... <laughs> mits. Mitsu, okay? Mits, mits, mits. Like mitts on your... Mitts on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> like mitts on your arm. <laughs> that's a classic. Or that time yeah. he was uh, reading for, I believe it was Canada's Got Talent when that used to air over here. It's America's Got Talent, America's Talent Got Night on Talent. City. Don't miss another round of auditions and draw. <laughs> All right, try it again. It's America's Got Talent Night on City. Don't miss another round of auditions. <laughs> Don't miss another round of auditions and draw-jopping performances. Don't miss another round of auditions. <laughs> <laughs> such a process. My, my, my personal favorite is when he was reading for McDonald's. Yes. And they were like, but more as you're reading this, pretend that you're eating like an egg McMuffin because it's oh, got to sound right. like your mouth is full. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's Maury from Kiss 92 Fries yeah. Raza Mocha Show. Yeah. I'm stuffing my face with an egg McMuffin because you can get them anytime now. <laughs> and you were you you were actually biting on your hand when you were doing that. Like you know when people pretend that they're you know when like you pretend that you kiss your hand like when you practice kissing when you were a kid. I sure. never did because you know. Stuff. Um, but that's what Morning was doing. He had his hand in his mouth. <laughs> What's the new one? So, Casaloma. Yeah, love Casaloma. And the line that Dan Mori is to read is check out awe inspiring performances of athleticism. Oh, no. Awe-inspiring performances of athleticism? Ay, ay, ay. Checking out awe-inspiring performances of athleticism. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Can I roll it back? Okay. Checking out awe-inspiring performances of athleticism. <laughs> Can I do it again? The whole family will be sure to enjoy taking part in interactive sports-themed experiences, checking out awe-inspiring performances of athleticism. <laughs> okay, I'll do it, I swear. <laughs> checking out awe-inspiring performances of athleticism. <laughs> but I don't know if you heard, though. That may be my favorite. When listening, because yeah. that microphone picks up everything, you hear all the mouth noises. Oh, I know. So I've isolated them. Oh, no. Along with some of his wheezing. <laughs> that's so good. That is right up there. That is top three, definitely. That's probably, for sure. that's probably one of the best. Yeah. The Ross and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, I just wanted to call and say I think you guys are freaking hilarious what is your name my name is keegan keegan where are you calling from uh niagara falls oh okay what's going on in niagara um just snow and disgusting weather is it hey keegan yes you got one of those names that when people made fun of your name when you were a kid what did they say they thought i was a guy yeah yeah and uh when my so my fiance and i've been together eight and a half years now and 
they would went so my fiance would get teased in high school. His friends were like, "Oh, so does that mean you're coming out of the closet now? Yeah. Like you're dating someone named Keegan?" And then the one day I showed up, and I'm like, "No, I'm pretty sure I'm far off from a boy, but thank you." Yeah, it's a weird, it's an odd name. Have you discussed why? Ke- have you discussed with your parents why they went with Keegan? And my understanding is they couldn't decide on names, so they went to the unisex portion of a baby book and just pointed, and they were with it. <laughs> at, at that point, you almost want to change it, you know? Like, if your parents really didn't care that much, they just went to the baby book and just found yeah. something that you know, that was good for them that day, you know? You should be able to yeah. pick your own name. Right? I think so, too. But then I look back and I'm like, okay, what name would suit me? And now I'm like, I don't know. Like, have you ever thought of changing your name or what your name would be if you had the choice? Yeah, I I did when I was younger. But then looking back, I'm like, I I don't know what it would be. When you were younger and you looked in the mirror, what name did you wish you had? What name did I? I wish I had the name Kate for some reason. I have no idea why. Kate? Yeah. Your dream name is Kate? Yeah, nothing fancy. Yeah, it's very generic. Wow, you gotta like, be—you gotta be in a bad way where you, as a young girl, are dreaming of being a Kate. <laughs> Kate's yeah, listen nothing. to this show. Don't make fun of Kate. I'm not making fun of Kate's. They all know. But well, Keegan, you can't short form it. Like you can't really no. shorten it down to have a what nickname. Do, yeah, yeah. What, what do people call no. you, Keeg? Yeah, Keeg. I guess. I thought it was Keegan. Yeah. No, my friends call me Keeg, so they add an yeah. S on the end. But and that, then, I mean, I have a nickname, but that's about it. And I have no idea where Keeg? I what's your, what's, what's your nickname? So my friends call me Pooks, and I have no idea why. Pooks? Pooks, Pooks like P-O-O-K-S. Oh, I, have no idea I thought you why. meant poop, like P-O-O-P. No, no, no. Oh. P-O-O-K-S. Anybody ever, call you, anybody ever call you Kegel? Yeah, I've had that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> as, as a Look kid, I had Kegel. Like, Kegel. it's weird. That's a rough life you have. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I just want to call and say I think you guys are hilarious. Well, thank, <laughs> thank you very you. much, Keegan. Uh, Keegan. <laughs> hilarious. Keegan. So Keegan. Before we yes. let you go, two things. Uh, okay. Yes or no, have you subscribed to the Raz and Mocha podcast? Yes. Good. Okay. Number two, between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Okay, my favorite is Mocha. My fiance's favorite is Raz. <laughs> your fiance sounds hot. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Keegan. Uh, you're welcome. Bye, guys. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There's a Kate on the phone. Good morning, Kate. Hi, I've been meaning to call you guys for the longest time. Yeah. And I decided to call today because of Ross saying Kate, the name Kate is boring. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. No, no, that's not what I said. Mm-hmm. You're changing. Okay. You're changing the story, Kate. Okay, what I said was to the girl named Keegan, okay, is I said, because she didn't like her name, and I said, when you were a young kid and used to look in the mirror, what was your dream name? And she she said Kate. Correct. Right. And then I said, that was a boring dream name. Like, if you're going to think of, like, your dream name, it's very unusual and quite boring for somebody to say, my dream name is Kate. Why is that? It's a very lovely name. I didn't say it wasn't a lovely name, but when we're talking dream names here. What was I think that's a wonderful okay. dream name. When you were growing up, what was your dream name? My dream name was Kate. Oh, bull. <laughs> Actually, my full name is Catherine, yeah. but nobody calls me by the name Catherine. Only my mom, and that's only when I get her upset. Okay, why doesn't anybody call you Catherine? Because they all call me Kate from but why not? day one. But why, why name you Catherine and not call you Catherine? Because they love Kate better than Catherine. But why, then why not just name you Kate? That's what I don't understand. Well... You're going to have to ask my parents about that. You know, it's like a guy, you know, a guy will fight so hard to name his kid Buckhorn just so he can call him Bucky. 
You know, just name your kid Bucky. Do you know anybody who named their kid Bucky? No, and I don't know why I oh. use those two examples. <laughs> I, never, I never had anybody named Buckhorn or Bucky. <laughs> Me neither. But you know, but, but you get my point. Okay, right, fine. But I still, I still think our name is great and is a lovely dream name. Kate is a lovely name. I know lots of lovely. There you lovely. go. Okay, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I love you guys so much. I listen to you guys. You guys are amazing. But I have to say this, Ross, I know you don't like to hear this, but Maury is my favorite. Sorry, guys. I no. love you guys, but okay. Maury is my favorite. Okay. So we'll end on this then, Kate, between Roz and Mocha. Who is your favorite? Let's not say I love you guys equally. Yeah. I love Roz because love is cutthroat, but Mocha, you're my guy. You're very lovely. Roz, I love you. You're very honest. I have to agree Hold with that. Hold on a second. But Kate, you just called up here to yell at Roz about making fun uh, of the name Kate. And you're still calling the man lovely. Are you still saying, oh, Roz, you're so lovely? Yeah, and honest. Honest. Honestly, it wasn't for the name Kate. He knows he's lying about that, but that's why, Roz. Stop it. Thank you, Kate. You guys are amazing. Keep doing a great job. This is the Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Could you imagine being so old that you forget how old you are? Yes. I forget how old I am last week. Really? Yeah. 43. Thanks, Moore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Was it Maury that reminded you in that way, or was it somebody else that told you, or no, you just like did the math and yeah, no, you figured it, it out? No, I thought I was 42. 43. Thanks, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, are you talking, like, has dementia set in, or am I just, like, old that I don't care? Maybe both, or maybe you're just so old that you forget. Because there's this video of this guy finding out that he's 98 years old after being right. asked to guess his age. Because he legit has no clue. Yeah, see, I would think at that point, that's like a, like dealing with some serious stuff at 98. Things aren't working right at 98. How old do you think you are? 79. Higher. 89. Higher. 89. Higher, Higher than that? Yeah. 90. Higher. 91. Higher. Two. Higher. Three. Higher. Four. Higher. Five. Higher. Six. Higher. Seven. Higher. Eight. That's it. Ninety-eight. You're. <laughs> I am not ninety-eight years old. Holy. That <laughs> <laughs> gets so old. How do you get so old so fast? Time flies when you're having fun. Oh my God. You're you're going to be ninety-nine this summer. No, am I really? Yeah. I was born nineteen nineteen. And it's and it's. Uh, Where it's, is it now? 2018. 2018? Next year I'll be 100. Yeah, you're going to be 99 this summer. Holy f***. Jeez, I'm going to be an old f- man. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's really interesting, though, huh? when some things work and some things don't. Is, you know, he can still crack jokes. He's still got a sense of humor, but you just completely forget how old you are. Completely. And like, that- I wonder at what age that this guy was not thinking about his age. And completely forgot. Well, I mean, it, de- it depends on what he's dealing with because you could ask him the next day and he could answer completely differently. Sure, he, could, he, could, he, he could know exactly how old he was. But I like the idea of just getting to a point of where you don't care. And somebody asks you and you're like, I, I don't care. I don't how know old and I, I don't care. I don't. 43. <laughs> Thank you, Maury. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. My eye shingles are back. I wasn't going to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't want to bring it up, but. Yeah. Are you okay, dude? Yeah. It's your just eye, everything is just very bright. Your right eye yeah. is uh not no. 
I'm not saying it to be mean, but it yeah. does not look good. Like, I have one eye. Like, I'm like a Bond villain where I have one eye that just runs all the time. Oh. <laughs> and it's like bloodshot. Oh, dude. And I feel even, so bad for you. Even, Is there anything um, that we could do to make you feel better? No, I'm like, on... What, kind, uh, what, what makes your eye feel better? Temple like, massage? Wearing sunglasses and sitting in the basement is what oh. makes my eye feel better. So not temple massage. <laughs> not a temple massage. Why would a temple massage make me feel better? Because your eyes are connected there. So I thought... Like, my you, eyes are connected to my temples? Yeah, like your temples of your side of your head. So I thought if you sort of rub your temples that maybe it'll alleviate some of the stress. Don't look at me with that. With what? Your eyes are weird. Well, I'm not a monster. Already, the guy already feels bad, Maury. Come on, dude. Have some sympathy. But yeah, no, everything is so bright. So I'm the guy uh, that that comes uh, down to the kitchen yesterday morning yeah. in a robe and sunglasses. <laughs> oh, no. Straight yeah. up perv. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> you know, if you stepped out of your house, people would be calling the cops right, right away. And I know as much as Catherine loves me and... Of course, why wouldn't she? But as much as she loves me and as much as she knows that I'm in pain and yeah. is, it's a full-on necessity to wear sunglasses inside the house. Please tell me she roasted you. She still looks at me like, you douche. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's on <laughs> Like, there's still, there's, oh, still, no. there's still a small part of her that is like, oh, my God, you look like you're in so much pain, douche. <laughs> is she catering to your every need? Is uh, she catering to my every need? That's Like bringing she, you soup? Well, she always does cater to my every need, though. Um, no, yeah, I, you know, she's off. She offers. I just, I'm really super low key. I don't need anything. Like, I don't. You don't need uh, to be babied like most of us. <laughs> ba- baby. <laughs> no, I don't. Wait, I don't. I have a question about your sunglasses. Yeah. Did you buy special sunglasses for this situation? No, like, did no. you buy brand new ones? No, no, no. Are they no, like no, truck no, shades? No, these are these like are just couple, old. Like, these like are Gucci's? just old. Gucci's. Gucci's yeah. douche. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can walk down. Okay, I can walk downstairs in uh, in a bathrobe and gas station sunglasses. Yeah, I can't walk downstairs into the kitchen in a bathrobe and Gucci. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that won't fly. <laughs> that won't fly. Catherine is just going to point back to the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> back you go. Back you go. Hey, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, Kiss ninety two five, Roz and Mocha. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing today? Good. What's up, Rob? I wanted to call in because I have. I think a great idea for you guys to invest in, not with me because it's just my idea. I don't actually know the technology or how to actually do it. You gotta find somebody. You gotta find somebody to do it yourself. Sounds promising. Okay. Okay. okay so Alexa, right? Like personal assistant, whatever other ones you want to talk about, but Alexa. Okay. I think you guys need to approach them and have them come up with a damn it, Mori mode, so that you guys can share your frustrations with everybody else who has a personal assistant and then have it record all the times where they yell at it and get frustrated with it. Right. Yes. No, I agree. Okay. So I see what you're saying. So not an, not an actual sound investment. No. Nobody's making money but, off this, bro. No, nobody's making money off okay, of it. Okay. Other than so, the pure comedy that you're getting from it. Yeah. So, so Amazon, Amazon Mori would probably go something like this. Like you would say, hey, uh, Mori. Why don't you turn the basement lights on for me? And then uh, Amazon Mori would go, yeah, okay, I'll get right on that. And then you go to walk downstairs and it's dark. And you go, Amazon Mori, I thought I told you to turn the lights on. And Amazon Mori would first go, no, you didn't. <laughs> and, then, and then I'd go, and then I'd go, yeah, I did. And then Amazon Mori would go, yeah, okay. And turn the wrong lights on. No, and then you'd stand there and you'd go, Amazon Mori. And Amazon Mori would go, 
What? <laughs> and I go, I thought I said to turn the basement lights on. And you, Amazon Warrior, go, oh, I thought you said, uh, see if there's any snacks in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd go, yeah, but Amazon Mori, those are my snacks. And he'd go, <laughs> what'd you want me to do again? <laughs> and then you hear the toilet upstairs flush. Yeah, that's what Amazon Mori would be like. I think it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> no problem, guys. Love the show. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. So with the NBA All-Star Game happening this weekend, it made me think of this. An anniversary that we are now upon, Roz. Okay. Which is when the NBA All-Star Game happened in Toronto two years ago. Yeah. All the celebrities came to town. Right. And Damon Mori was out in the city talking to, like, everybody. And the one person that he went to talk to that had, like, zero time for him whatsoever. Right. Was two chains? Oh, that's right. Two chains hated you, right? Two chains. Oh, hated. Are, are we at the more, anniversary of the disastrous the... two chains interview? Yeah. Oh, why didn't you say that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so David Mori is at the. Uh, I think it was at uh, Rico Coliseum. Yeah. Okay. During the celebrity game, and was going to talk to two chains. Two chains. Yeah. And two chains is people. We're like, okay, later, later, later. Right. And this is like two hours in. They're still telling Maury later. later. And anywhere 2 chains went, Damon Maury was not far behind because okay. he had that exclusive pass to get him anywhere sure. in the arena. So he finally catches 2 chains' attention. And this is where everything immediately went downhill. Yeah. I just want to do an interview, that's all. <laughs> just one for, for Kiss, like a national interview, just a fun interview. What you want to, uh, come on, let me see what you're going to ask me. I bet, it's, I, bet, I, bet, I bet it's not worth you following me around the place. Come on. That's not, man. Let's see. I'm not trying to be funny, man. I'm being realistic, man. I'm being very realistic. You gotta, you've been following me for two hours. I... <laughs> follow me for yeah, two hours? Yeah, right, pretty come on. much, absolutely. Cool. Two Chains, how do you think the game went today? How you doing? <laughs> the game went terrific. It was great. Toronto, the weather is cold. I'm having a great time in Toronto. I go by two chains. Snoop team one by one. I don't know how it happened. I played at the end. Great, man. I love what Kiss is doing for the community. <laughs> okay. How do you balance celebrity life with, with your personal life? How do you find that, oh, no. that balance? Man, just do it, man. It's really no, it's no formula, man. You just got to figure out a way to do it. And how did you come up with two chains? Oh, like, no. how does that come up with? Man, I man, man, it's been a while. Man, I just, it just hit me one day, man. That's cool, man. I'm cool, man. I'm cool, those man. Are, those are like I'm real cool. Those are why they call me two chains. It's been a while. All you got to do. Cool. And you were telling me earlier about that everyone in Madison Square Garden was listening to Kanye's record. We're so excited for this. Will the fans love this record? Well, you're like not asking that for me. You're asking something about some Kanye album. Like you keep asking about Kanye. Because you asked me, did I hear it? And I said, the whole Madison Square Garden heard it because he hit it at a listening party. And you know it because you do it. And everybody else know it. So not only did I hear it, but the whole what I was telling you was the whole Madison Square Garden heard it. Like 30,000 people heard it. You know what I'm saying? So that's all. that was my answer. That's my answer. Everybody. I'm saying, will the fan, are the fans going to love it? The fans in Canada who haven't had it yet. Okay, well, this is the worst interview. 
<laughs> and then Two Change just turns around and walks away. Uh, <laughs> oh man, that guy hated you. Oh, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. So much hate. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There was a burger joint out in Boston, Pauly's North End, where. Leading up to Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. uh, they were offering up a burger and fry combo for $3,000 because it came with an engagement ring. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which, come on, nobody I, nobody wants to go to like a greasy burger joint to get engaged. No so the question is, that. today, now that Valentine's Day is over, yeah. how many people went in to Paulie's North End in Boston to get that combo that came with the engagement ring, and if anybody actually proposed right. in the restaurant. Right. So we got the guy oh. who owns Paulie's. Okay. Paul Barker, and this is what he said. We got thousands of calls and inquiries and uh, emails, and we ultimately ended up selling only one. All, I, they did not propose in the store. <laughs> so all I know is that we, uh, we made the burger for that person, uh, they picked it up, and off they went. As, as of yet, I don't know um, how that story has transpired, but I'm sure it was very good. Okay, so hold on here. So somebody paid $3,000 for the burger and, and engagement ring, and they got it to go? Yeah. <laughs> so all you really did in that situation was you just let a guy who runs a burger joint choose your engagement ring for you. Yeah. and you got burger and fries on the side. <laughs> oh my god. But we gosh. had said Roz, we had said this that nobody, nobody was gonna go to a burger that. joint and pay three thousand dollars to get an engagement ring no, and propose uh, on the spot. Like nobody would do nobody that. Nobody wants that. Anyway, no it's four one six eight seven oh eighty eight eighty eight. That is our number. Hello. Yeah, I proposed to my husband over a burger at Bymark. What? On uh, Front Street. Yeah, but dude, buy, buy Mark's like a real fancy joint, though. Yeah, but it was a $35 burger at the time. And what they did was nice was I proposed to him, and they put the ring inside a scoop of ice cream. So at the end of the day, well, at the end of the dinner, yeah. there was a thing, and they put it in there. It was like, I said, oh, my God. I said, you guys are so amazing. Yeah, that but, was Mark McEwen's restaurant. Yeah, I know. But you went to a Mark McEwen super fancy restaurant yeah. to propose. So hold on. So you proposed to your... Now, fiance, or you guys got married? No, no we're married now. We're married oh, okay. now. Okay, so you proposed to your now husband. Yeah, over a, four, a $35 hamburger. <laughs> no, 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 but the ring was yeah. where? In in the ice cream? Oh, inside the ice cream. The dessert. So what they did was they put it inside like a, they, uh, what do you call it? Uh, when you steal food, because when he stuck his food into the ice cream, it was like, clunk, clunk. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, what, let me ask you a question. Uh, what kind of engagement ring did you get for your fiance? Like, what does a guy engagement ring look like? Yeah, it's a round one with diamonds all all around it. Okay, so, oh, it's, so it it's looks beautiful. like a wedding, it, just, it looks like a wedding band. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. a wedding band. It was beautiful. Right, so does okay. he wear... Right. That he, ring he plus like a... your uh, your wedding band together? No, 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 no. It's uh, because I work at Metro. Uh, for and for him, the same thing too. He works in a. He's in Montreal actually right now. Yeah. He works in a restaurant. But yeah, that was uh, again the whole thing was over a burger <laughs> that he wanted to have. So hold on here. You live in Toronto and your husband lives in Montreal. <laughs> yes, I know it's very complicated. Oh, but we, dude. He flies Porter and it's, we met at the Oscar party. He knew uh, Yoko. No, was it Yoko? Ono? No. Uh, what's your name? Uh, Elizabeth Taylor, and remember when they stayed in Montreal at that hotel? Yeah. yeah. He, he was a porter there. How old's your husband? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> He's 30, I'm 50. Yeah. 
and how long? Uh, so you you met him what when he was twenty five? Yes, twenty five. Uh, and he was turning twenty six. <laughs> you sound very 26. excited, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. But I I met him when he was twenty one. He, he went to bartending school yeah. uh, uh, to overcome alcoholism. He went to bartending school to overcome alcoholism. To overcome uh, well, wow. once you control the beast, you know what I mean? It was like it was absolutely amazing. And I said, wow, I said, and he told me that. Wow, dude, you have a very interesting life. Oh, you should hear about me. I remember when you guys were talking about <laughs> Prince. Uh-huh. Prince, yeah. he used to come into my store at 3 o'clock in the morning with this huge, big, black bodyguard. Yeah. And he would come in, and he, he would give, like, $50, $100 tips, and he would come in. And you couldn't touch him, though. He had gloves on. He said, don't shake my hand. <laughs> we were talking about that a couple him. years ago, actually. Oh, like if you wanted to shake Prince's hand. To yeah, be like, and he said, fan, no. Nice to meet yeah. you. Really? Yeah, and, and he would go, and he put his hand right in front of me and say, no, no, no. But he would... He would as long as he had his gloves on, he would say thank you very much. He would like gesture towards. And this you was where this was at at a restaurant that oh. you worked at. No, no, I work at Metro. Well, I work at Metro Grocery Store at Eighty uh, Front oh. Street East, underneath the condo. Wait, yeah. okay, so when Prince would go into Metro at three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, right? Yes. What would you see Prince buying? Oyster sauce, um, sesame seed sauce, certain exotic things that you couldn't get from a normal, like a let's say, like a rab or whatever this man. And he would come in, and I helped him. I helped him a couple times, and he would go to actually another metro store and do the same thing too, because we were the only ones that were open, right? right. No fills and lavas weren't really open twenty four hours. So like are you are. telling me that the late prince would go to metro to buy sauce because he couldn't find yes. it at Rabba? He couldn't find it at Rabba. <laughs> yeah, and we also get like uh, who was it? Was it last year? The year? Uh, what's his name? The rapper? Uh, what was uh, Kardashian? Oh, Kanye West. Yeah, his handlers would come in and they would buy anything with a certain type of. Uh, oh, what was it? They came in and they spent like $3,000. On what? On a certain type of thing. And then most of the money would go to waste. What do you mean? What, what thing? What thing are we talking oh, about I, here? I can't think of it right now. It's early in the morning. Okay, I'm, hold on. I, I, was it like chips? Was it a drink? Was it candy? No, it was like a certain... It had something inside of it. Like a Ferrero Rocher? No, that you can get anywhere. Oh. But it was a certain type of huh. thing that you could like, get. Something kooky. Okay. Ketchup chips. Things like that. Cookie things, yeah. And most of it go to waste. And even one of the security guards at the store, he was telling me he was at the Obama, you know, the thing last year with uh, Prince Harry. Yeah. Um, they bought all this stuff, and meanwhile, they were only there for 10 minutes, and they only maybe tried two or three things, and then that was it. It was gone. What is your name, sir? Oh, my name is James. James. My name is James. Dude, it was real nice talking to you, man. Yeah, dude. You too. Yeah, will you call us back? Yeah. Like, anytime. Sure, anytime, anytime. It was awesome talking to you, man. Thank you so much for listening to the Raza Mocha Show. Yeah, it's been a long time now. Almost, like, what, seven years now, so. Yeah, man. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> between Raza Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, um, Raz, sorry. Oh. I know, oh, I know him. I met you in <laughs> with your daughter. <laughs> with <their shit. laughs> Where, where, where were he? Was, uh, Metro? Uncle, Uncle something? Uh, those chips, those jalapeno chips. He said they were really hot and spicy. Uncle Ray's. Yeah, Uncle Ray's, actually, yeah. <laughs> James, right, thank you so much, Later, brother. brother. Take care, oh, man. Great. Okay. You guys are great. Hey. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Robbie and Mel, good morning and welcome back to the Roz and Mocha Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Uh, first things first, I know everyone's wondering. Uh, we have to get this uh, out of the way early. How much you bench? <laughs> Not enough. No? No. Right. Yeah. You spent a lot of time working out, though. You look like you spent a lot of time working it's out. It's all for show. Is it? Yeah. 
but for show, like your body is a show, though. Like, I used to be strong. When I played hockey, I was strong. Yeah. And then I stopped playing hockey, and I was like, oh, I don't need to actually be strong anymore. These can all be fake muscles. So These how are... do you get that, then? What are you doing that you don't actually, like, you're, you're that ripped, but you're not actually strong? It's just lots of time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, have it, do you have it written in your contract that if there is not a scene in a movie that you're in that features you with your shirt off, that it has I to be written do in? I won't do it. No. Do you get paid, you get paid more for that? It's if my you bread and take, butter. If you have to take your shirt off, it's your bread and butter? Yeah, yeah that's the I bonus. I can't eat bread and butter, but that's what it is. <laughs> uh, when we first met, dude, this movie is so funny, man. For real. Like, I... We just saw the trailer for it. Like Roz and I saw the trailer for it a couple weeks, couple ago, weeks ago on yeah. Netflix's YouTube channel, and we hit you up right away. Like, <laughs> how many of these Netflix movies do you have on the go? And like, every single one of them is a home run. I uh, and all of them are time travel. I'm like, I'm the Netflix time travel guy. It's very <laughs> weird. Um, it, it was so much fun. Same director as the Duff, Ari yeah. Sandel, who's super talented. Uh, Adam Devine is one of the funniest people I have ever met. He had me cracking up. The entire shoot. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra Daddario, super funny, super sweet. Shelly Hennig, who I worked uh, with in the past, is so funny and kind of steals the movie. Uh, it was great. I had a blast doing it, and you know, I'm I got to play a weird centaur-looking uh, yeah, with thing. your shirt off. Yeah, it, with, looked well, like it, it, looked, it looked like you had some oil on there too. Yeah, so much. <laughs> that was that we shot that in a, like a a weird Monpa grocery store at like three o'clock in the morning in Louisiana. Yeah, that's gonna go over well. <laughs> it was weird. It was so. What was the What was the last uh, Robbie Amell movie that we watched? Oh, on dude, Netflix? the Babysitter. Oh, the Babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, shirtless. Very shirtless. shirtless. You were shirtless the whole time in that movie, but bro. But you have now. This is two in a row where it really is the perfect Friday night movie. <laughs> like it really because the Babysitter, perfect Friday night movie, which was hysterical. Yeah. This movie, perfect Friday night movie, and this is sort of like it's like a Groundhog Day type premise. For sure the same period of time over and over again just to get it right but only what makes this one maddening is that it's like living having to live a three-year period <laughs> yeah. over and over and, and over he just again has to deal with the consequences right. of whatever whatever decision he makes that one night he wakes up three years later with the consequences which i think was a really nice spin on it but uh it was so much fun the babysitter was like the weirdest thing i've ever shot it was in my the life greatest movie though mcgee turns to me he's he another one of the producers on the duff he's like i got a really fun movie for you to do He's like, you want to do it? And I, I hadn't read it, and I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> then he's like, great, you're shirtless trying to, ki trying to kill an 11-year-old kid the whole time. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> what does your fun. wife say when she sees all these shirtless scenes? Like, well, how does she react? <laughs> She's okay with it. As long as I'm working, she's happy. <laughs> I feel like once I stop working, the shirtlessness means much less to her. Yeah, be, yeah. Being topless in a grocery store doesn't mean as much when you're when you're. <laughs> I'm looking around at three in the morning, like this is my life. <laughs> uh, what else do you have on the go? What else you got coming up, bro? Uh, I just finished a movie this past summer in Toronto. We shot all over Toronto. It was amazing. Toronto crew. Toronto cast, other than a couple members. Uh, it was fantastic. It's called Code 8. If you go to Code8.com. Oh, that's your dude, movie. That's my movie. Wait a minute. Roz and I, you showed us uh, like years ago. The, the first, short film. The, the first couple of minutes. Yeah. So it's done it, now. It was, no, no. Well, oh. it, it, we, the movie's <laughs> in the can. We're yeah. still editing. Um, we're going to do a couple, uh, a couple pickup shots this summer. But uh, my director, Jeff Chan, who is uh, a really good friend of mine, and incredibly talented. Uh, he showed me, and my cousin Steven, who's the other lead, he showed us the first hour, and it is so good. 
I'm so blown away by what uh, Jeff put together. Are you going to show your friends Ross Mulder for this hour? <laughs> like, what's up, Rob? I'll show you guys uh, anything I'm allowed to as soon as I can. Are you also working with somebody from The Office? Yeah, I uh, I just finished a pilot for Amazon called Upload. Uh, Greg Daniels, who created The Office and uh, Parks and Recreation, created it. It is it's so much fun. It takes place in the year 2031, where if you know you're going to die, you can upload your consciousness to heaven, but heaven are run by corporations, so each corporation has their own big version of heaven that you're paying to be in. <laughs> oh my god. It's great. It's a little... I'm reading it, and I was like, this is brilliant and a little too close to reality. It's kind of like a we're, comedic version of Black Mirror. We're doomed. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're so screwed. It's so real. Are you shirtless in that? <laughs> Oh, at one point, I am very sure <laughs> Oh, you know what? Uh, I did. I'm on the new season of a series of unfortunate events for Netflix coming up, and I am not shirtless. You're I'm not? In a, I'm in a three-piece suit the entire time. So you got paid less. You won't recognize me. Are you mad about that? Yeah, I'm furious. <laughs> <laughs> when we first met uh, with Robbie Amell is on Netflix right now. Dude, anytime you're in Toronto, you know you got to stop by the Roz and Mocha Show. 100%. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. It's uh, clean out your computer day today. What does that mean? Well, I think Exactly that, what it says? Yeah. I think it's like... Let me see. What is in my trash can? My re- Sorry. My recycle bin. Oh, Right. Why? When did it? When did it go from being trash to recycle? Well, so at work what we use PC, yeah. and PCs have a recycle bin. Right. But all my devices at home, they're all Apple, and those are trash cans. Your trash right. bin. Right. Because it, I find trash to me. To me, using the term trash, like I'm going to trash, it means that it's gone and it's gone forever. But when I put like a, you know, a picture of myself in the recycle bin, what is that getting recycled into? I don't, I don't like the idea. Of calling it recycle. Just, That's my personal information. Just, just trash it. Don't take it and use it and turn it into something else. Right. That's not a Ziploc bag and a can of beer, right? That's like, <laughs> that's my personal stuff. Yeah, it's garbage. It's garbage. When so, I when I want it gone out of the world, so it should be gone. It. Yeah. So garbage it. Right? Don't take my plastic bottle, break it down, and turn it into the leg of a chair. Yeah. A plastic chair. Well, no, don't take my plastic bottle and sell it to somebody who can then find out what I did yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Better analysis. You know what I mean? <laughs> More accurate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, you shouldn't get my personal stuff. Uh, it shouldn't be that kind of recycling program. Uh, but today is, uh, uh, yeah, it's clean out your computer day. I think for me, the one thing that I always get stuck with is... I don't necessarily have so much on my computer, but it's just my desktop that gets out of control sometimes. Because oh, yeah. it's just so easy to just drag and drop stuff to your desktop. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Right? And, and it's then you a spend nightmare. an afternoon trying to clean it up, and you're like, I'm never going through this again. Yeah. And like a month later, it's back to where it was. Yeah, and it's like you you basically on your desktop, what happens is is that you you build an elephant, and you it's just sitting on your desktop. And then anytime you ask your computer to do anything, that one application then has to pick up that giant elephant yeah. and take it with it uh, to open whatever you got to open. Like, it's terrible. I always bog down my desktop. Yeah. I've never had a clean desktop. And even sometimes I'll just rearrange all the little icons into pictures and stuff. There's so many there. <laughs> I'll, I'll take all the pictures on my have, desktop wait a minute. and make a picture but, with the pictures. But, but didn't you open the computer at that time for a specific reason? And then what? You get distracted by the amount of items that are 
on yeah. your desktop? Yes, I did. I guarantee you are not the only one, man. Right? There are people who are listening right now who are shaking their heads. Yeah. like, yep, been I, there. I had pictures of my kid. I had so many pictures of my kid on on a, on a desktop. I can't even. I shouldn't even say this. And at one point, I was so bored one day waiting for something to happen that I drew. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah. What do you mean you were bored waiting for something to happen? Like you were sp- waiting no, for a just... specific thing or like no. just in general, like, oh, like maybe just, something will happen. Like just in life. Like oh. I was just hoping for some sort of en- enjoyment. God, you got to be like super but bored. I had all these pictures of uh, my kid on my desktop and pictures of siding as well. But let's just go with the ones of my kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was bored one day, and I realized that I was arranging pictures of my child on my desktop into a picture of boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, how I, dare you? And then I realized what I had done. I felt so terrible about myself. <laughs> That's so bad, dude. Roz and Mocha Q&A. I love this part of our podcast, Roz. Uh, this is Ask Roz and Mocha, where um, every week on Instagram is where it seems to really take off. We ask you guys if you have any questions for us, and the response so far has been uh, amazing with some really fun, great questions. And we always like to have somebody who is a fan on the phone with us for the podcast so they can ask their question live. Hey, Mark, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. What is your question? So my question was, if you guys could choose a theme song and you can only have one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? Okay, so <laughs> by, by theme song, do you mean like the song that would play as we walk in and out of every room for the rest of our lives? <laughs> I mean, like, not like, in and out of every room. It would be but like, like our, like our soundtrack? Little... Yeah, yeah, kind okay. of. Like, okay, so Mocha, like a, a wrestler's entrance or um, right. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So for me, I have two songs. Oh, you do already. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned wrestler yeah so i would steal the theme song that the rock uses okay okay i would also use how does that go okay right yeah so there's that but i would also use the power of love by Hugh lewis in the news oh back to the future because it's upbeat it's Fun. Don't eat money. Don't eat fame. Right? Don't eat a credit card to ride this train. <laughs> wow, you so you would do the Rocks theme song and then Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News, huh? Yeah. Jesus, I'm gonna have to sit on this for a second. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, Maury, what's what would your theme song okay, be? I, I say that obviously it would be the Golden Girls theme song. I knew you were gonna say. Oh that. I feel God. like people if they suggested one to me, it would be the A and W root beer song, which is what. <laughs> First of all, you just knowing that theme song says so much about you. I had no idea that they had a theme song, to be honest. No, how with you. old yeah, is like that? When's the, last, when's the last time they used that? Oh, I guess like maybe the 90s, but oh. I've mouthed uh, trumpeted it for a long time. Yeah. No, no. Okay. So Maury's would be. But the Golden Girls. Golden Girls theme song. Jeez, I don't know. Thank it's really it's really friend. incredible to to say what would your theme song be. Can I Pour get some you sugar one? on me? No, no, I was going to say I'm too sexy by Right Said Friend. No, stop. Why would you say that? Because <laughs> you're too sexy. No, That's so weird. No, it would probably, like, realistically, it would probably be something like sort of depressing. Oh, <laughs> something by Enya. Yeah, no. Or, or, Sarah, or no, no, Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin. When yeah. have I ever mentioned Sarah McLaughlin? I don't know. We're just talking about songs, yeah. bro. Oh, no. Do you know what song I actually really love? Which one? I may dip back to like Joan Jett or something like that and do Bad Reputation 
or uh, or I Love Rock and Roll, or just because the, the okay. just because just because the beginnings of those songs are just <laughs> sure. so bomb, dun, right? Dun. Yeah. Okay. Like I think that they would like people would see me coming, right? Like all the other sort of loads that would have these real sort of <laughs> you know fancy songs like Maury with Thank You for Being a Friend, right? Could you imagine like you know like you know you like Maury walks into a room with Thank You for Being a Friend, and and you know and people are like oh yeah there's Maury, and then all of a sudden you just hear the beginning of I Love Rock and Roll, and people would forget about Maury in a hot second. You know I would just have everybody's attention right hey, mark if you had a theme song because obviously you've thought of this before what would it, what would it be uh I'd, honestly i'd have to say um uh, a justin timberlake song shoot um senorita Sexy no, no 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 it, oh. cry me a river <laughs> no no no. <laughs> no it's not that bad it's um uh can't stop the feeling now i know it sounds funny but that's the first song my kids and i ever sang along to from the trolls soundtrack oh uh, that's real sweet though that and like i'm kind of like a happy guy anyway yeah. and it's it's a nice happy song and it's upbeat it gets people moving and it's not named after an, oh um, you know what because uh, i'm a happy guy yeah. too yeah i would also say the third in my theme song choice would actually be for all happy Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Mocha broke the rules and actually put together an EP for himself <laughs> of, uh, of songs that he would choose. Uh, hey, thanks so much for the for the question, man. Hey, thanks for uh, right. choosing. I, you guys are hilarious. I listen to you as much as I can, and I've binge listened all your um, podcasts. Wow. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thank in you, week. Mark. In a week. It's, it's awesome. You guys are great. Uh, oh, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I knew you guys were going to ask me that. I knew it. I knew it. Um... I would have to say, because he could help spot me at the gym, I'd have to say Mocha. Sorry, yeah! Wow. There you go! Wow. There you go! <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Though. Yeah, all right. <laughs> all right, brother. Keep catching them gains. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I will. <laughs> Later, man. Uh, okay, a couple more questions here. Oh, I have a good answer for this one. Yeah, go for uh, it. For Christina, what, quote, old person thing do you do? <laughs> See, I avoided that one completely. I didn't oh. scratch it off my list. <laughs> okay, so Christina asks, uh, what, quote, old person things do you do, Mocha? So it's something that only recently my wife pointed out that I do, and I guess it just happens all the time. Yeah. So if we are at the mall and let's say just walking around or if I'm at home and I walk over to the window to look outside or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I always do the move where I put my hands behind my back. Yeah. Right? And my right hand is grabbing your left hand wrist. My left hand wrist. Yeah. And my dad does that yeah. all the time. Yeah. And my wife says, you know, you do that behind the back you hand stand thing. like an old guy. Yeah. Just like your dad. I was like, no, I don't. Next and up, every time I do it, she points it out. I think that next up, I think the, the, the next step in, in, in sort of old mannerisms, the hand behind the back is on the list. But I think next up for you would have to be uh, hands-free peeing because, and women maybe don't know this, but old men, when, you, when you're a younger guy and you walk into a, a public bathroom, you see somebody at the urinal, you can always sort of guess the age of the guy when he's just got his hands on his hips while he pees. <laughs> Because because old men just they 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 unzip they take it out they pee and they don't hold it yeah. so old men pee with their hands on their hips <laughs> like, like they stand there like Superman and they just pee like that younger guys hold it while they pee older guys <laughs> inexperienced older guys yeah inexperienced <laughs> older guys it's always hands on hips uh, some of the old things that I do if I see a seat I take it. <laughs> 
anywhere, anywhere that I am. We could be shopping, and if there's a spot to sit, if yeah. I can grab 30 seconds sitting, I take the opportunity to sit for 30 seconds. Uh, also, I sit while I pee, but I, I, I don't even necessarily sit while I pee. If I walk by the bathroom and I don't have to pee, I will sometimes just grab a seat for a couple minutes because eventually I will have to pee. So I'll just, <laughs> I'll just wait, I'll wait it out because I know my body so well. Damn it, Maury. Uh, two things I do. I often get caught uh, at home with my pajamas pulled all the way up to just below my nipples. Right. Oh, that's so weird. So How weird. big are your pajamas, though? Yeah. Well, they're, they're like pajama bottoms, but I always just I hike them way up. Okay. And what else? And uh, complain about any noise I hear in my condo. Oh, yeah. You guys do that. Yeah. You're not allowed. Yeah. You, kids aren't allowed to be noisy in your neighborhood. Uh, with all the life experience, this is from Jink. With all the life experience that you have been through so far, is there any advice that you would give to your 20-year-old selves? Ooh, Roz. Yeah, I would probably say you should read more uh-huh. and you should have more sex uh-huh. and you should worry far less about money because you get used to not having money. And then when you do have money, you're so used to not having money that actually having money doesn't really impact your life all that much. Mm. And so you would just chase this thing and feel terrible about yourself because you were just the, the goals that you have, these sort of financial goals that you have, be able to pay your rent, pay your bills or keep the creditors away. That's the financial sure. goal, right? So I, I think that the advice would be you're going to be okay once you get to the point of where you can pay off your credit card and the creditors aren't you know, calling on the phone every night when you get home from work. That, that, at the, when you get to that point, everything else after that is gravy. You don't need to kill yourself. I think the advice I would give to my 20-year-old self would be to control your temper. Yeah. I got a bad temper. Yeah, you do. And uh, invent Twitter. Well, that's a t- it's time machine. Okay, that's a different question. <laughs> I'd say invent Twitter. Bro. Okay, that's that's a whole that's a whole different question, right? We can't say, you know, I could say I go back and you know do there's invent, a lot of things that I would do. Invent Google, right? <laughs> yeah, but you can't just go back and invent Twitter because then you would have to go back and learn to code. Like you would have okay, to go back so and get I'd be an like, education. Control your temper and learn code and learn code and then, in, and then, and then invent Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> right, uh, Maura, your twenty-year-old self. Oh, I would just say, uh, speak up, boy, and it doesn't get much better than this. Wow, terrible! <laughs> is that the advice that your old man gave you? <laughs> Pretty, much. <laughs> Pretty much. This is as good as it's oh, going to get. Oh man! Well, thank you very much. Uh, we will be uh, posting to Instagram so again girls. next week at Kiss925. Ask Roz and Mocha as a podcast exclusive. Yeah. And uh, if you are listening, Sherry Thomas uh, Demuzio, uh, next week on the podcast, we promise we'll get to your question because it's a real great one. And that was, uh, do you think a person staying at home to raise kids is less valuable than the person making all the money? Uh, so we'll get to that question next week on the podcast. Yeah. And uh, keep in mind, if you are digging the podcast, feel free to give us a rating, leave a review and uh, share with all your friends. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on KISS 92.5. KISS92.5.com or on the KISS 92.5 app.